You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nahumsiegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another great edition of JM Sunday. Matis Weingast with you on Sunday, March 3rd, 2013, 21st day in the month of Adar, 5773. It is 7.05 Eastern Time here in the United States, and we are with you till 9 o'clock live, bringing you lots of music this morning, getting ready for a great week this week, following on the heels of Nachum and company being in Israel and broadcasting from Israel on Thursday and Friday for the Jerusalem Marathon. We are set to begin our own fundraising marathon tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., bright and early, over at jmandtheam.org and on the network to raise funds for another great year of programming on JM and the AM. And uh, it is a milestone, 30th anniversary marathon. So we're going to be doing that, hitting the airwaves tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. We're getting excited. We're getting prepared. And uh, we know that it's going to be a great time. If anybody uh, has not yet sent in their pre-marathon brochure with a great 30th anniversary pledge, please do so. Send that back. Or you can go to jmandtheam.org and make your online pledge. You can even do that right now. And you can help support great, great programming. For uh, for yet another year, 30 years, can you imagine? We'll be talking a lot about it over the next two weeks in the morning. Great programming, great guests expected. So uh, we look forward to a, uh, a fantastic two weeks of, uh, of fundraising, but fun. Fun and fundraising on JM and the AM. Coming up at 7.30 this morning, Rabbi Goldwasser. And at 8 o'clock, Hannah Levy-Julian with the news from Israel. Back to the music here on JM Sunday.
like the sounds you hear in the background. Let me explain to you what all that extraneous noise is. It's what you call extraneous noise. What I call it is beautiful. We are up here at the top of the world. A place called Zek Boulay. And if you want to know where Zek Boulay is, I don't know. All I know is that it's north of Montreal and south of the Eskimos. All right. That's the crackle of the roaring fire behind us you hear in there. The chorus of rapids behind the fire in the river. We're here underneath the blue chuppah that Shopsy and myself built next to the yellow bus which is punctuated by his brand new dome tent. It's a shame we can't hear the moon. And the moon's up in the sky and the sky doesn't have one cloud in it and it's about 9, 9.15 at night time and you can just see the black shadow of the pine trees up against the sky. We just finished a shear and some Torah. Doesn't get much better than this. a lot of different words for it. Some people call it booze. Some people call it Chaim. Some people call it Mashka. Some people call it White Lightning. And it's also known as Mountain Dew. See it as we're up in the mountains. And I'm going to do this song. We're going to call it Mountain Dew. And after the song is over, it'll be known as Mountain Dew. And I'm happy that that's done. Okay. There's an old hollered log where you lay down a dollar or two. And you go around the bend when you come back again. There's good old Mountain Dew. And they call it the good old Mountain Dew. They have not refused it as few. And I'll hush up my mug when you fill up my jug with the good old Mountain Dew. He is sawed off and short. He only stands about four foot two. But it feels like a giant when they give him a pint of good old Mountain Dew. And they call it good old Mountain Dew. And them that refuse it a few. Well, I hush up my mug and fill up my jug with good old Mountain Dew. Still on the hill where he ran off a gallon or two. And revenuers came by, he just spit him in the eye with some good old Mountain Dew. They call it the good old Mountain Dew. 
damn nat refuse it if you I hush up my mug when you fill up my jug with some cool mountain
We'll get back to that in a uh, maybe the next uh, half hour if we can. Uh, I uh, don't want to take away part of his song, but um, but we have a special guest on the phone, and we want to go right to that special guest. I want to remind you that uh, this is JM Sunday here on the third day in the month of March, 21st day in the month of Adar. I want to remind you also that JM Sunday is brought to you by Adorama. It's more than a camera store. They have audiovisual equipment, electronics, portable entertainment, iPods, iPads, and much, much more. They're located at 42 West 18th Street, New York City. The number is 1-800-223-2500. Imaging and beyond. Since 1975, Adorama, official sponsor of the Nachum Siegel Network. And speaking of Nachum Siegel, direct from having just returned from Israel... Joining us on the phone, the one and only, Nachum Siegel. Good morning, Nachum. Good morning, Matis. That's right. Plane landed early this morning, and uh, nothing but no better feeling than that when you get in 40 minutes early. I won't say welcome home, because as you always say, it's not home. You just returned from home. That's right. But uh, it was a great set of shows on Thursday and Friday from the Jerusalem Marathon. I could hear you in the background towards the end of the race. You were you know, trudging along. A little out of breath, but uh, you made it. Yeah, you know, 
know how radio could do that to you. I know. Well, I would evaluate. I, I'd evaluate the shows like this. I thought Thursday was a very high energy show with a lot of very good guests from Benyamin Helma. We also were able to get a lot of music in, which was nice. Uh, and then I, I thought, and the, the web show Thursday went very well from the pasta party. Friday, I think we were a victim of the schedule because the first half of the show was unbelievable. I thought with some incredible guests. And really a fantastic talk, but it's the same problem we had in Miami. Once the runners leave to go start the race. Right. Even the high profile people we were talking to are all running. There's very little to do. So the second half of the show was a lot of music. It just, um, you know, now, if I would have known now, if I would have known then what I know now, I may have done things differently. But it uh, proved to be a, uh, a couple of really nice uh, shows. And when you're doing them in the middle of Jerusalem, there's no better feeling. It's really incredible. That whole scene. That whole scene in the middle of Yerushalayim, um, Friday morning, with people coming in from all over. I forget about the people who came internationally. Just the people who came in from all over the country. You know, I, I think we mentioned this on the air. <laughs> you know, there's these check-in spots where you can leave your stuff, right. um, you know, as you go race. So there were a bunch of Chayalim who ran, and there was a stack of guns, <laughs> a stack of rifles. Oh, wow. That, I, that one guy was watching. I'm like, you know... If the enemy comes by now, I don't know if this one guy is going to be able to, to hold them off. Yeah. But it's really, it's, it's, you know, you talk about things unique unique to a certain marathon. Obviously, that's unique to a, a, a Jerusalem marathon. Wow, absolutely. Uh, and uh, were there as people on the um, outskirts you know, as the runners were running uh, who were watching like they do here and urging them oh, on? 100%. And, uh-huh. 100%. In fact, a lot of the areas where the race went through, are residential areas that are very familiar to our listeners. And, you know, you had the people, you had grandparents, great-grandparents, and obviously people who are younger than them, uh, watching along the route, cheering people on. It was, uh, yeah, it was a scene in a lot of areas of the city. It was, there, were, there were very few areas of the race that were isolated. You know, like we have in New York where there's miles where you could just run and nobody would be on the side of the road. I mean, this was a... Uh, a race that has stands throughout almost the entire thing. Right. And, I, yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy, but it's the only, I just thought of this, the only city in the world where you could be running a race, uh, and, and they have, I think you said they painted a line in the road the day before, the week before, whatever, to tell the runners where to run. It's the only place in the world where you can have runners running, and on the side of the road you can have signs saying, uh, Devin Hamelak walked here, or, you know. Can you yeah, imagine it's that? funny. It's funny you say that. I was thinking the same thing when when they were running down, uh, you know, and passing streets that are named for Torah giants and streets that are named for great figures of Jewish history, and uh, and, and look what's going on. I mean, and I, it's so funny you say that also because at one point during this whole journey, maybe it was on Shabbos, I was walking through Yerushalayim, and I was saying to myself, what would Ben Gurion say? Oh, you, this is a, this is a, this is about the railway. This was about the. Oh. Um, this is about the, this is not about the race, this is about the railway. Right. I'm crossing over the railway area on Shabbos, on Ben Yehuda. And I think to myself, what would Ben Gurion say if he saw what was going on in this city? Just how unbelievable things are 65 years later. It's really incredible. And you had the mayor of Jerusalem on, uh, which was very exciting. And he was very that positive. Was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he is the best cheerleader for Jerusalem. I have a, I have a feeling that if he only lasts one term, that the next mayor is not going to keep events like this going. Because you know how the residents are when it comes. It's just like New York. Uh, you know, there are people who get very upset when uh, when their whole day is ruined because of the marathon. But uh, whatever. Right now, these events are uh, very important to him, and they uh, have turned out to be better year after year. So um, 
Yeah, he's a great cheerleader for the uh, city of Jerusalem. Excellent. Excellent. I can't imagine, Nachum, that on an Arab Shabbos in Yushalayim, that anybody would be upset about having 20,000 people running through the streets. Come on. People were standing at a bus stop as I was walking to the race, and I said to them, don't you realize no bus is coming? Don't you realize? <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest thing. But I'll tell you, but, you know, the store owners were upset about it, but they were smart. They stayed open, and then by 1 o'clock, the day basically turned into a normal day. Right. So, you know, they had suggested that everybody go shopping Wednesday, Thursday, but even if you waited until the last minute, there's plenty of time to get things done on Friday. Well, that's the thing. Even in uh, cities like New York, Boston, uh, the Florida races, that the race that you covered, I'm sure that over time as this continues, and hopefully it will continue, the store owners and the whole infrastructure of shopping will change to revolve around that, and the store owners will work with it, and they'll have some type of setup, hopefully, to make it better and more enthusiastic for the people who are affected. You might be right about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how much cooperation will be, but you never know. Okay, maybe not. i got to tell you this. I know know you're late for my gold watcher, and and obviously we want everybody to get an early start on our big fundraising marathon, which begins officially tomorrow, our 30th anniversary celebration. But I'm sure you're reminding everybody throughout the morning that any time they want, they and their friends and neighbors can go on the web at jmnam.org and just pledge and give as much as possible. It's the 30th anniversary, and this is the year to be as generous as possible. i got to tell you one quick story, which I'm sure we'll repeat about 30 times during the fundraiser. Uh, I'm I'm flying today with an old friend who you know, and I'll reveal who she is uh, during the marathon. You know who this is. Okay. And and, uh, she lives in Israel now and is always listening to Jam in the AM with her family. On Purim, on Purim, they don't like staying Purim Yerushalayim. They like going other areas of of Israel. They went up north, and they uh, spent time in some... uh, I, I think they went on, uh, you know, I don't remember where it was. It was somewhere in the Golan. I don't remember, you know, uh, exactly where. And what did they do? They they had their Purim Suda, and in the background they had J.M. Sunday. Wow, so, beautiful. So, and, and, and she said to me, she said, you know, for the Americans, it was good to have all those jokes. You know, for us, it was already toward the end of Purim, but it still was a great show. You know, like, right. it, 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 it's just amazing. People, people are, first of all, even people in Israel are appreciating the fact we have a live show every Sunday, but they're keeping it on just to get that Aviraj, just to get the spirit of Purim as you were presenting on Sunday morning here. It's amazing. I'll tell you, we did mention it already uh, once today about the, this being the 30th year. It's a tremendous milestone. We will be talking about this, but Nachum, i got to tell you, to, to be sitting here 30 years, uh, a day before the 30th marathon that we're going to be doing together is unbelievable. To think about the the hundreds of thousands of people, I, I, I mean, I don't even want to go into the how many hundreds of thousands that could have been affected over the 30 years. It, it could be over a million. Who knows? But 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 it changed the um, the 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 way that Jewish music is presented. It has changed the way that uh, Judaism is presented to tens upon tens of thousands of people, and that's no small statement. You have done a tremendous job. We'll be, we'll be talking about it again over the next two weeks. And as I mentioned to the listeners, it's not just a fundraiser, it's fun also, because we have so many anecdotes, like you said, and just, just the camaraderie. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I encourage people to go to the web right now. They can pledge. Go to jmandtheam.org. You can make your pledge now on the web. That's, that's one of these newfangled inventions that have come up in the last 30 years, you know. So it's because of that web that so many people are able to listen outside the New York, New Jersey area. Exactly. I just told 
all this stuff I've brought on the uh, on the flight, and even throughout Israel, everywhere I go, it's like, thank God, people are just, you know, and even those who tune in once in a while, like Jam and the AM has become such a fabric of Jewish life that it's even affected Israel. We saw this when we were down in Miami, that you know, other areas in the United States are, you know, it's like, it, it has expanded. I think the word is the ripple effect. The yeah. ripple effect of these last 30 years is just amazing. And, uh, and, and you'll go from strength to strength and uh, continue on. And we're going to have a very successful fundraiser in the next two weeks. It's the only time you really ask anybody to uh, to give when we're on the air and you know taking out a block of time so we'll make it count everybody out there is going to help us and we're looking forward to that starting bright and early 6 a.m. tomorrow morning uh, you'll be there I'll be there maybe I don't know somewhere around the uh, 7:30 hour is that okay <laughs> talk, talk about the fun Moth is threatening to be late every year um, by the way I just I just was at WFMU. Um, what would be the best thing to use to dust off the uh, main event caterer's calculator? Is there any special solution or Ooh. just uh, anything will do? Interesting. Uh, does that mean that it sustained some damage over the year? Uh, over I don't the think year? damage. It's been, it's been a year since you've used it. And, you know, we got to dust it off, get it ready for action tomorrow. Uh, do, what do you do? You, uh, you put DW40 in it to make sure <laughs> all the mechanisms are working <laughs> out? Yeah, right. Well, I'll tell you something. I think there may be a slight change this year because the, of the technology. We went from the main event caterer's calculator, uh, started using a computer, and uh, this year it may be the main event caterer's iPad. Wow. Unbelievable. So, yeah. I'll tell you how we've kept up with technology. I'm so proud. Of <laughs> I know. iPad 1. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. We'll yeah. see you tomorrow. Make sure to tune in to Jam and the AM. Give generously today, all day at jamandtheam.org, so we can read your pledges tomorrow morning. And be as generous as possible this year since our 30th anniversary. And Matis, Sadarabad to you. You're doing, hey, I have the evidence from 6,600, oh no, 5,600 miles away. Thank you. You're doing you. a great job on JM Sunday. Thank you. Well, so I don't get blamed for, uh, for Rabbi Goldwasser calling me. I'm going to let you do the intro to this. This time every Sunday, actually Sunday through Thursday. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, the Zekhanishmatar of Zeb and Aurel Sephalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. There are three times during the day that we daven to Hashem. We pray in the morning, the afternoon, and in the evening. We learn in Masech the Brachos that the Avos HaKdashim instituted these prayers in their times. Avraham Avinu established Tfilah Shachris, the morning prayer. Yitzchak Avinu introduced Tfilah Mincha, the afternoon prayer. And Yaakov Avinu established Tfilah Sarvis, or the evening prayer. Not only are these three different times of the day itself, but they also represent three tkufas, different periods in the history of Klal Yisrael. Shachris, which is recited in the morning, represents the golden era of our times. Tfilas Arvis, the evening service recited in the night after the sun has set, represents the tkufa of Shkia, a sinking and decline in the spiritual status of Bnei Yisrael. It is an era of Chorban, exile from our land. Yet, these two phases of sunrise and sunset don't interrupt our Avodah Hashem. Our expression of thanks to Hashem for all the good that He has done in the past and our entreaties to Him to help us in the future. Shachris and Arvis, two distinct time periods in the full day, Regardless of the circumstances, we bless Hashem. 
Dovid HaMelech conveys this clearly in Tehillim. Tzorav Yogan distress and grief I would find, then I would invoke the name of Hashem. I will raise the cup of salvation, in the name of Hashem I will invoke. This indicates our obligation to Hashem. Whether we are holding the Kois Yeshua's, the cup of salvation's in our hand, and we possess great riches and success, or God forbid, if we're experiencing the opposite, we pray to Hashem. However, there is a third segment of the day, a shorter time period, when the light and the darkness touch. It's designated as Ben Hashmoshos, or twilight. It is actually a time of uncertainty, so to speak when it's impossible to discern whether it's day or night. Accordingly, if a baby boy is born ben Ashmashos, there's a halachic question concerning the actual day of birth and the determination of the day of the bris. This time of day represents our current tkufa, a tkufa that is mixed up, verbuvia, a time of chaos and confusion. It's impossible for people of this age to distinguish the lines of demarcation that define our obligations. This is the era that Yitzhak perceived from a distance. He saw that camels were coming, which are an allusion to our tkufa. The Torah teaches us that the kosher animal is determined by two factors. It chews its kad and it has split hooves. The camel, though, is one of those creations whose tum and tahara are muddled because although it obviously chews its cud, it does not have split hooves. This creates some uncertainty and confusion, similar to the period of twilight where real light and darkness are in transition and blended. In anticipation of this difficult period of time, when it's neither sunrise nor sunset, Yitzchak Avinu implemented the Tfilas Mincha as a tool of combat. We learned that prayer at Mincha time is especially effective. May all of our tefillos be answered. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. JM Sunday, 744 Eastern Time, here on March 3rd, the 21st day in the month of other. Thank you to Rabbi Goldwasser. Thank you to Nachum Siegel for joining us on the air right uh, upon his arrival to, uh, to this area, back from Israel, back from two great shows in Israel. Uh, for the Jerusalem Marathon with Team Yachad, and getting ready for tomorrow morning's marathon beginning at uh, JM and the AM, where we are going to look forward to two weeks of nice programming and uh, excitement and uh, asking the listening audience to contribute to help us out for another great year of, uh, of Jewish programming on uh, JM and the AM and on the stream. It is uh, it's really important. This is the time we ask. So if you have a chance right now, you can go to jmandtheam.org and uh, pledge your support. We will read the information, of course, uh, on the air as uh, you so request. And it keeps everything going. You know, we have a fantastic schedule. You all have heard about it. Um, as we have new listeners coming in, they're learning about the phenomenal schedule on the uh, web on the Nachum Siegel Network, jmandtheam.org, nachumsiegel.com. Following today's broadcast, uh, we are going to have an encore presentation of the Book of Life with Charlie Harari. That's coming up at uh, 9 o'clock. Great programming throughout the day. And uh, tomorrow 
after JM and the AM, the Israel show with Mayor Weingarten. I don't have an update on it. It's going to be the first marathon show uh, following JM and the AM, and the first marathon show for the Israel show. So uh, I'm sure it's going to be very special. And, of course, the music mix that Mark puts together that fills in all the uh, time between uh, the live programming and uh, the encore presentations of shows. So it's, uh, it's amazing how it's grown. It will continue to grow, and there will be more announcements in the future as to what uh, we have in store. Miri Mel Wallach, general manager of the Nachum Siegel Network, doing a phenomenal job of uh, putting all this together. If you want to uh, send me a request or send uh, some wishes, you can do that. If you want to send over a uh, an informational piece on uh, maybe what you've well, how, you, how you enjoy JM and the AM, how you enjoy the network, and um, that you've contributed. I'll be more than happy to mention that. We'll be officially mentioning all contributions starting tomorrow. And uh, you can send me an email, matis at nachomsiegel.com, M-A-T-T-E-S, at nachomsiegel.com. As a matter of fact, uh, if you are um, the first person to send me an email at matis at nachomsiegel.com in the next few minutes while we play the next song. I'll send you out a uh, copy of the beautiful JM365 calendar that the Yossi Zweig put together. He, of course, is the host of the uh, Z-Report live lunch on Wednesdays on the Nachum Siegel Network. And uh, today's feature, this month's featured musician is none other than Yerachmiel Begun. The Miami Boys Choir is his uh, creation, and uh, he's been doing that for a couple of years with a few albums to his name. So you can read all about him on the uh, March uh, month of the calendar, JM365. We'll send you your very own copy. Send us an email. Tell us you want the calendar. Give us your name and address. We'll send it out to you. I wanted to remind you that JM Sunday is brought to you by Adorama. 1-800-223-2500 is the number. They're located at 42 West 18th Street in New York City. Imaging and beyond since 1975. They're an official sponsor of the Nachum Siegel Network. They have cameras, audiovisual equipment, electronics, portable entertainment, iPods, iPads, and much more. 42 West 18th Street, 1-800-223-2500 at Arama. Here is, by request, Regesh from volume number 5, Habet. You're on Jam Sunday.
you to uh, Shlaimi Daskal with Modim here on JM Sunday, approaching 8 a.m. Eastern Time, here on the stream, jmtheam.org, nachamsegel.com, and uh, first hour of today's show about to finish up. Before Modim, we heard Habit uh, from Regesh, volume number five. That was by request. Thank you for that, and... Um, I wanted to remind you that tomorrow morning we begin our annual fundraiser. Begins 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. 30 years on the air. Nachum Siegel, J.M. and the A.M. It's amazing, amazing, amazing that it is 30 years, and we'll be celebrating that tomorrow. Asking for everybody's support. You're welcome to go now, as soon as you can, over to jmtheam.org, and you can pledge away at, uh, at that site. And at 8 o'clock in the morning, we are joined by our correspondent from Israel, Hannah Levy-Julian, giving us the news from Israel. Good morning, Hannah. How are you? 
Good morning, and how are you? Great, thank you. So how is this week in Israel? Nachum was there, by the way, uh, Thursday and Friday morning, broadcasting oh, wow. from Jerusalem for the uh, with Team Yachad for the Jerusalem Marathon. That's really undead. They had a lot of people this time. Oh, yeah. I think it was uh, 20,000 people or so. Mm-hmm. That's right. And from 52 different countries. Yep. So what's been happening uh, besides that in Israel? <laughs> uh, well, what's been happening is uh, the Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, is still trying very hard to unite people all those divert factions into putting together a coalition government. He asked uh, President Shimon Peres to give him another two weeks to try to pull the different factions together and get them all at one table. This is getting more difficult than peace talks with the Palestinian Authority, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have two Jews and three Bate Knesset, you know, and uh, that guy that you have to boycott that guy over there on the hill. Um, it, it's getting to be like that here in Israel for well, uh, the prime minister did, this time around. Wasn't it announced that uh, there is actually a, uh, a, a new person who's going to be... Uh, well, not a new person, but uh, the, the latest person to be in charge of negotiations. Wasn't that announced already as a part of the coalition building? Uh, it, it's true, but, but, but at the end of the day, it still falls in, uh, into the prime minister's lap. And he's, he, the buck still stops at his desk, and even though you have a new negotiator, um, at quarter to one this afternoon, our time, local time, um, it was Netanyahu who ended up going to speak with the three heads of the Shas party. And it is Netanyahu who's going to end up speaking with Naftali Bennett later on this afternoon here in Israel. Um, you can negotiate just so far, and at the end of the day, when it comes to uh, making an agreement or giving backing to a specific negotiated settlement, he still has to sign on the dotted line. Absolutely. So. so what does it look like? Is it? it, it, it I mean, there have been calls by uh, some uh, of the parties uh, who want to join the government that, that they will not join uh, if there is any other party in the government. Yeah, they're still, that's what they're still holding. They're still holding firm, and they're, they're still being, you know, it, it's still stalled. I think and, they're taking a the problem. He expressed a great deal of frustration this morning. I have to tell you, uh, he talked about it at the cabinet meeting this morning. Uh, what he said um, uh, in the communique that he released, normally in a cabinet communique, he talks about the issues of the day, talks about we did this, we did that. This morning he was very blunt. Uh, about Iran and about what's happening in the government. I have to read it to you because it really was um, quite direct. Uh, he said it was briefed over the weekend on the major powers talks with Iran on the nuclear issue. The American representative briefed National Security Advisor Yaakov Amidror on these talks. My impression from these talks is that the only thing that was achieved was to stall for time during which Iran intends to continue enriching nuclear material for an atomic bomb and it is indeed continuing towards this goal. I must say at this time our enemies are uniting in order to bring about not only atomic weapons that can be used against us, but other deadly weapons that are piling up around us. That was a clear reference, by the way, to the chemical weapons arsenal held up by Syria 
up in the north. And then he said, at a time when they're coming together and uniting their efforts, we must come together and unite our forces in order to repel these dangers. I regret this is not happening. Hmm. I will continue my efforts in the coming days to try to unite our forces and bring them together ahead of the major national and international tasks that we face. I hope I'll be able to succeed. I will continue to try. He's very, very concerned and frustrated because normally Netanyahu is a very good deal broker. He has not usually had a problem pulling together a coalition. And this time he's deadlocked by not one but by two different groups that have formed many coalitions of their own. UTJ uh, hooked up with Shas, and Yeshatid hooked up with uh, Bayit UD, and neither one of them is giving an inch. Now, uh, one we, won't sit with the other. We hear, um, you know, the news that we hear over here is that there are a couple of issues that uh, have always been at the forefront that were talked about before the elections, that people say were one of the reasons that uh, Yeshatid and uh, and and uh, Bayit UD were brought into office uh, were some of those issues. Those issues didn't go away, obviously, and the numbers didn't pan out to make a more clear uh, indication of what the people wanted. But now, uh, so we hear that those issues are still at the forefront of those two groups that you just mentioned. How is the public taking it in Israel? Have there been any changes in the uh, in the way the public is thinking in terms of whether one side should give in more or not give in more? I mean, obviously, they're both sides have their supporters that say each other side should give in, but what's happening in the general population, if anything? The general population, um, at least the people that I speak to, are beginning to lose patience with the entire process. I have mm-hmm. to tell you, people are getting disgusted with the entire thing. They think it's ridiculous. Um, they think that uh, Netanyahu should simply form a coalition with one side or the other and, and get on with it. Um, I will tell you that depending on who you speak to, um, they they will tell you it should be with either this side or that side. But, again, it depends on who you speak to. If you speak to someone within the Haredi sector, they will say he should drop Yeshatid and uh, by Yehudi, and he should go with Shas, who always ends up in the government one way or the other, and should keep UTJ. If you speak to the more secular or the more Masoreti or the more uh, traditional and centrist um, population, they will say to you, uh, let it go already and let him hook up with uh, Bait Yudi and Yeshatid. It's a bigger faction anyway. And one way or the other, Shas will come along later on in the mix. Mm-hmm. But uh, and, and, and and I'll tell you the truth that may be what ends up happening in the long run. Right. It, My own feeling is that that may be what ends up happening. Well, the status quo uh, in terms of the issues, uh, for instance, with the drafting of yeshiva students, that's the status quo now that it's not happening. Uh, there, the the group on the more on the Yeshatid side, for instance, wants that status quo to change. So perhaps it will end up with a. Uh, uh, more of a status quo and then moving ahead and see what happens. It may, but I have to tell you, the, the IDF is not equipped, nor does it really want large numbers of Haredi soldiers. 
They're, well, they're not set up for it. Right, but is that really, really want it. right? But is that really what what Yeshatid and the others uh, and, and the people who voted for them really want, or would they be happy with some sort of national service, some sort of place that show? You know, is it more that they want to show that rather than just sitting and learning, which is fantastic, but you know. Uh, rather than just doing that, they are doing something, whatever it is, whatever is created to right. to work with them. I, I'm, I'm sure yes. that's what they're looking for more than simply yeah. drafting it's them in. symbolic issues more than anything else. Right. The issue here is a principle rather than a a, uh, a, a fact on the ground. The, the issue here is a principle, and it's a principle that they're fighting over, and they're, and they're worried about a, setting a precedent, and that's why they're fighting over a principle. It's also why shots. And UTJ is fighting so hard because if you if you don't fight over the principles, uh, you have to worry then about setting a precedent. Right. And then later on, something else might change. Itself. And if and if there are a group of people that maybe aren't, um, I don't know how to, how to say this in the in the right way, but uh, who may not need to sit and learn uh, the whole time, they could be out there doing some things. At this point in time, everyone's entrenched to say no. We're not budging an inch with anyone. Uh, and uh, and let's just uh, you know see what happens. Well, it'll be another interesting few weeks. Do you think that there will be a government uh, A by Pesach time and B by the time the uh, president of the United States shows up? They have to have a government by Pesach. That's first of all. He's only got two weeks. Yeah, and there's if no budget. If he doesn't get it done in two weeks, then it goes to someone else. And um, Netanyahu is not a quitter. Right. So I I I believe he'll get it done in two weeks, and it may not be in a format that anyone's going to like very much, but he'll get it done. Right. Um, and it may surprise everyone the way he gets it done, but I'm sure he will get it done. Now, right um, now, by the, by the way, if he went to any of those two factions, um, and and they agreed to uh, join, would that give him the uh, the coalition he needs? Probably. Uh huh. Um, probably. Probably more Yeshatid and uh, by Yehudi. I think the problem here, uh, partly, is that by Yehudi puts a bad taste in his mouth because he's got personal business with Naftali Bennett. All right. Well, that, that's where the other part of politics comes in. I think that the reason, by the way, the real reason that the prime minister requested a two-week hiatus or two-week extension is uh, due to the fact that JM and the AM is having its fundraising marathon. We are starting tomorrow morning, <laughs> bright and early, 6 a.m. He did not want that to interfere. Uh, he wanted to allow time for all parties to be able to contribute and to uh, and to listen. Uh, Nachum just mentioned on the air a story that on uh, Purim last uh, last week, uh, just to show the scope of the uh, of the show, people were uh, listening on Purim to JM Sunday and to the stream while they were having their suda. It, it just uh, it's it's a miracle oh, of of what has happened around the world in these last 30 years that we've been on. I don't. I don't know. I, I'd have to look up and see if uh, if internet was even on the on the uh, you know on the world stage 30 years ago. I don't even remember. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was. Actually, no. but I but I still remember, and my own kids still remember helping at the at the uh, at the radio. Phone. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, coming up in in just a minute, we're going to play a very fitting song uh, after our conversation. It's from the Moshe Yes Legacy. Uh, and it's called God is Alive and Well in Jerusalem, which uh, is certainly uh, certainly true. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll certainly see some form of government uh, shortly. If for nothing else, it needs to be a budget. There's no budget now, right, for like uh, six months or so or more. 
There's been no budget. Really never any budget. <laughs> there's never really any budget. This is this is Israel. We all, we, we we live on miracles. Uh, here. Again, it's going to need it's going to need our uh, it's going to need our fundraising main event caterers calculator to calculate uh, what to do in Israel with that. But uh, we here at JM the end, we take uh, shkalim, we take dollars. You know, whatever they don't have, uh, whatever excess they have, we'll be more than happy. Thank you, Hannah Levy, Julian, for joining us again on JM Sunday. We look forward to hearing from you next week. In the meantime. Enjoy and have a great week. My pleasure. Shavua Tov. Shavua Tov. Thank you so much. As uh, as promised, Moshe Hecht sings uh, God is Alive and Well in Jerusalem here on JM Sunday. California Gonna round up Every Jew I've ever known I'm gonna sit down Right down there In front of me Gonna take out This guitar and sing them all The song God is alive and well In Jerusalem Yeah A people pray Times a day to him. Throw away the cars and bonds, the stocks and bonds, and up catalogs. Grab a boat, a plane, fleet and swim. You see, there's some folks who got a thinking continental. Tinted glass, so nobody sees it. Just one time a lot to roll down the window mm-hmm. Say you ain't gonna fool the law with this hunk of tin God is alive well in Jerusalem, yeah A people praying three times a day to hell Catalogs and up catalogs 
here on JM Sunday, and we thank you for joining us. It is 8.30 in the morning, Eastern Time. As I've been mentioning, tomorrow morning we begin our 30th anniversary JM in the AM fundraiser. On the air, 91.1 FM, 91.9 in Rockland County, 90.1 up in the Catskills, and uh, JM in the AM.org. Tomorrow morning, bright and early, 6 a.m. with Nachum Siegel. Our whole crew will be there for the next two weeks, and uh, we are looking for everyone's great support on this 30th anniversary. If you want to uh, get your contribution in early, avoid the mad rush, go to jmandtheam.org right now or sometime today, and uh, you can pledge your support right then and there, jmandtheam.org. Before uh, Aaron Reisel, we heard Oif Simchus with Oda Chai. Blue Fringe with City of Gold and from the Yes Legacy, God is Alive and Well in Jerusalem. Jam the AM is, uh, is the, uh, first place, I guess, that, uh, well, actually, you know, it wasn't even called Jam the AM in the beginning, but Jam in the AM was the first place where Nahum started broadcasting on uh, WFMU 30 years ago, and it's amazing how it's come around. And now is uh, internet uh, all over the world, a network. Just so many great things have happened. So much, uh, so much entertainment. So much Torah learning, news, 
people learn so many things about it. Worldwide listenership, and um, and it's just amazing. I love being a part of it. And uh, now with JM Sunday, we have more live programming. We have our stream with uh, shows throughout the week. Tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock after JM and the AM uh, is uh, the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. By the way, if you haven't yet done so, go to Facebook, like his page, The Israel Show. And while you're there, you can like our page, JM Sunday. So uh, you can go to Facebook, like that. You'll get all the updates for Israel Show and for JM Sunday. So go to our respective Facebook pages, Israel Show and JM Sunday. Like us there on Facebook. So there's so much going on today. Following this show will be an encore presentation of the Book of Life with Charlie Harari and great programming throughout the day, encore presentations. Uh, culminating in the music mix later on in the day that Mark puts together, Mark Zamek puts that together, all under the able leadership of our general manager, Miriam L. Wallach, and of course, Nachum Siegel. So uh, that's what's happening. Uh, JM Sunday is brought to you by Adorama. It is more than a camera store. They're located at 42 West 18th Street in New York City, 1-800-223-2500, one 800 223-2500 for all your electronic for all your electronics needs cameras iPads iPods audiovisual portable entertainment you name it Adorama Imaging and Beyond since 1975 official sponsor of the Nachum Siegel Network and uh, we're going to go back to the music in just a minute uh, you know probably you all uh, heard about the the tragic accident that occurred early this morning in Brooklyn a uh, very young husband and wife 21 year old uh, Glauber couple were killed as they were on their way to the hospital to have their first baby delivered they were broadsided by a car the driver uh, ran away uh, has not yet been captured as far as we know but uh, miraculously the baby uh, was born alive and is in serious condition right now we don't have an update, uh, but um, but their their baby was born and uh, is in the hospital right now. So if we have any more updates, we'll let you know. It's a tragedy, and we should all pray for uh, for the for the family and for the baby. We are going to go to uh, let's see. Uh, oh, this is, Benny Friedman is up next, right? Benny Friedman is up next with Dawn of Mashiach. Here on JM Sunday. Only after the darkest time of night do we see the first glistening ray of light. The twilight at the end of day is all bad. To create a glow And we'll see a new dawn And all the world will know Oh, 
That's music by uh, Lenny Solomon with Derek Orr here on JM Sunday. It is 8.49, 8.50 in the morning Eastern time here. And uh, I'm sorry to break into uh, to Lenny's song, but uh, I have joining us on the air this morning Isaac Abraham, who is uh, a community activist and is involved in so many things in our community. Uh, and this morning I asked him to join us because, unfortunately, we had a terrible tragedy that happened this morning the uh, the death of uh, a young couple on their way to deliver their first baby and uh and unfortunately tragedy struck the early hours of this morning um i i'm sorry that this is the first opportunity to welcome you to jm sunday but uh, good morning isaac how are you this very difficult morning well except for not closing an eye yet uh had better mornings, and uh, I'm sure the Jewish community had better mornings, and we're expecting to wake up to uh, much better news, especially in the Shoulder. Absolutely. To a, uh, a program full of joy like yours. Uh, that's the usual way we wake up uh, every Sunday morning. Absolutely. Unfortunately, uh, this morning at the early hours, uh, from what we've uh, what we've heard, uh, a young couple, the Glaubers, were on their way to the hospital to have a baby delivered, their first baby. And they were in a car that was broadsided by a uh, by another vehicle. The last reports we heard, uh, three things. One is that, unfortunately, the husband and wife were killed almost instantly. Uh, the baby is uh, in, in serious condition at the hospital, and the driver of the uh, car that struck their car uh, fled the scene. Is that what you have so far? That, that is correct. Let me also, due to respect, add that the car service driver uh, walked away with minor injuries because lucky the airbag uh, activated and uh, he was uh, not hurt badly, but uh, he had minor bruises, lacerations, and abrasions, and etc. Thank God. Now let's go back to the couple. Unfortunately, yes, we lost a very young couple, 21 years old, who was got married last year, were on the way coming from a joyous forum, from a joyous Sabbath, and preparing themselves for one joyous occasion that everybody looks forward to, is having their first child, that we now understand was delivered by C-section in uh, Beth Israel Hospital. Uh, conflicting reports, Israel Bellevue, uh, which was a boy, and is in uh, serious condition. Hopefully it will survive, so family and leave something behind. Uh, the impact of this tragedy has not struck this community yet for the reason because it happened very early in the morning and also because uh, most of the community was still sleeping. But by the time everybody gets to school, school businesses, uh, and everywhere else, uh, the impact of this tragedy will, will be so devastating that it's beyond belief. We're dealing with two families here, uh, the husband's family uh, and also the woman's family. So it, it's quite a shock. And uh, I would go back to the driver of the vehicle who caused this uh, and killed these two people. Uh, he left the scene on foot, took off, and uh, the New York City Police Department investigative units uh, are now looking for him, I'm sure more than that. And hopefully he will be apprehended. Absolutely. Isaac Abraham joining us this morning here on James Sunday talking about the uh, the tragic death of the uh, the Glaubers on their way to deliver a, a child. And, of course, as you say, people are just uh, waking up or coming out of shul, hearing about this, uh, of what happened. It will have a tremendous impact. Yeah, there's, there, 
like you said, after Purim uh, and Adar, you can't even imagine these things. We do not know, and I certainly cannot you know, even begin to fathom the ways of, of Hashem in, in situations like this. But as you say, there's a baby that was born that hopefully will survive. And, and you know, somehow you have to look and say there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a greater plan in the world. And, uh, you know, we'll... Nobody can figure out or know exactly what God's intentions are. No. Unfortunately, the impact uh, here is way too much. Uh, if you t- take a look normally, in normal life, uh, children walk their parents to the grave. Sure. Parents don't walk children to the grave. And in this case, you will have two sets of parents walking two children to their graves. Uh, it is just as much as people can handle. Very difficult. Uh, for, the child, for the child itself, we hope that... Uh, it survives and all medical needs uh, uh, will be there for the child. Uh, no need to worry about how this child will be raised morally, mentally, financially, physically. Uh, I'm sure that is going to be out there and massive. This community has enough resources. And so the, the neighbors, friends, colleagues, family uh, to do this. Uh, sure. There will come a time later in life that the child will learn that it was not raised by its parents, but we hope to get there. Right, right, absolutely. Uh, I'm sure you'll let us know, you know, over the coming uh, days or so, if there is any type of fund that people could help with or anything else that's needed. Uh, and uh, and hopefully this individual that um, that caused this will be caught uh, very quickly. Uh, it's, uh, Absolutely, and I think by later this afternoon, if uh, the person uh, that drove that BMW and caused the uh, the uh, murder of these uh, this young couple uh, is not apprehended, UJ Care, which is a social service organization here in Williamsburg, will come forward. I don't know the amount yet, but we'll offer a reward for the apprehension and full prosecution of this individual. Right, I don't believe but that... I'm, any name was released yet because, of course, the police at this point don't know whether the owner of the vehicle was the driver or not, so they're being cautious in terms of, uh, of any names out there. But I, I'm confident that that's, this person will be caught uh, will be caught soon. My understanding is that you actually knew, um, I mean, besides that it's a close uh, community, but you knew some of the members of the family. Yes, because the, uh, the the woman's father just lives next million from me. Oh wow! We grew up we grew up together as children, wow. and uh, I grew up with him as he raised his children, and I raised my children as oh. neighbors. So we were actually neighbors for the last fifty years. So. Wow! Well, I, uh, I I thank you for joining us, uh, Isaac Abraham, uh, on the air this morning. I'm sorry it's under these circumstances. I, I promise, Blina, that we'll have you back under under you know better circumstances uh, but uh, i want to thank you for being uh, out there in the community and and being a tremendous source of information and also giving chizuk to the uh, to the families in a time like this and you know for whatever else happens so we want to thank you for that uh, again thank you and, uh, and I, I must say that uh, not only your show which is very very important but your show shall have a larger effect uh, and bringing joy and everything else to the Jewish community, because that's what we need, and that's what we're looking for to start the week, the month, the day, uh, not this type of news. And uh, thank you for bringing me on, and hopefully I'll be back 
very shortly to bring you some even better news or different news. Amen, amen. I agree. Thank you, Isaac, for joining us this morning here on JM Sunday. Thank you. It is uh, 8.58 in the morning here on the JM Sunday. Thank you to Isaac Abraham for coming on the air with us for a few minutes to discuss the tragedy that happened this morning. It is um, still in the month of Adar, and we're supposed to be joyous and happy. But it is um, things like this happen uh, not not often and not this, uh, this way, but we felt it was important to bring you up-to-date information uh, on that. We're going to go to some music before we... Actually, uh, we're not. We're not going to go to uh, another song. We're going to end up... I want to thank uh, Isaac for joining me this morning. I want to thank Nachum Siegel for being on the air with us this morning. And to thank Donald Levy Julian for bringing us the uh, news from Israel. Uh, I have it on good authority that tomorrow morning, Mayor Weingarten will be presenting uh, his, uh, his acclaimed uh, show on... Um, on uh, the uh, excuse me, the Israel show on the stream immediately following uh, JM in the AM, and uh, there'll be usual great music mix. Uh, he'll be debuting three great songs just released in Israel this past week. So make sure to tune to him. Keep it tuned on the stream all day long, all day uh, six days a week, and tomorrow morning six a.m. we start thirtieth. Anniversary, can't believe it, fundraising at JM in the AM with Nachum Siegel. I'll be there. Mark will be there. A host of other people will be there. And uh, it is going to be something uh, amazing. We look forward to it. If you have a chance today, go to jmintheam.org and place your uh, pledge. We'll announce it on the air tomorrow morning. Till next week, till tomorrow morning, I'll talk to you. But uh, till next week for JM Sunday, thank you for joining us here this morning. And have a great week.